0: Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM. 106.2 FM in Toho, Yando. All right, let's talk a little bit about the significance of this Easter holiday. You know, the Easter weekend is one of high religious significance and has great impact to millions of people all across the world. Look, even politicians have come out in their numbers because uh, love it or hate it, you can't ignore it. Religion or spirituality is a critical part of many people's lives. Um, just this morning, I was at Orlando Stadium for uh, Grace Bible Church's Good Friday celebration. And, you know, we were joined by the likes of the Economic Freedom Fighters, Floyd Chivambo. We had uh, Black First, Land First, uh, Andilim Guitama was there, the APCs, Temba Gordi, uh, the ANCs, uh, Dr. Jose Ntso Ramohopa, and many, many many other politicians they were they were bystanders though so they were not given the podium they're not going to be preaching or saying anything but but they understand the significance of this weekend and that if they're looking for numbers you can't ignore religion you can't ignore spirituality it is an important weekend on many fronts though. today also marks the beginning of passover passover commemorates uh, the departure of the nation of israel from egypt and the birth of the jewish people uh, as a nation led by moses over three thousand years ago. So to learn more about it now and the significance of this time uh, National Director of South African Jewish Board of Deputies, Wendy Kahn is on the line. Of course the South African Jewish Board of Deputies is an umbrella representative, spokesbody and a civil rights lobby uh, for the SA Jewish community. It promotes the safety and welfare of South African uh, Jews uh, including uh, combating anti-Semitism in all forms by the way and it also builds bridges of friendship and understanding between Jews and the broader South African population. So great big welcome to you Wendy. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon and happy Easter. Happy Easter to you too. Now Wendy, for those who are not so fay with this uh, time of year and its significance sure. to the Jewish body, perhaps you can just bring us up to speed please.
1: Sure. Um, it is very interesting that every year, well, most years, Easter and Passover coincide um, and they're quite, they quite say um, in terms of the, the, their history and, um, as, uh, uh, Jesus' last supper, um, the, the, the opinion is was a, a, Pesach Seder, which is the, the big, um, festive meal that we are going to be having tonight on Passover. Mm-hmm. So it's quite an interesting in terms of that, that linkage. Um, but as you rightfully said, um, marks the Exodus from Egypt of the Jewish people, and we know that the Jewish people were enslaved in Israel for for many, many years um, under the era of the time, and it was a a terrible, terrible slavery, and they were forced to to build the pyramids, they were whipped, They were. They lived under terrible, terrible oppression in Egypt, and eventually um, God brought the ten plagues. you know about the ten plagues: the, plague of the darkness, the, the beasts, and the lice, and all these plagues that came along. Um, and eventually Pharaoh turned around and he said, "You know what? You can go And it was. They were. There was this reality that we shouldn't wait too long. As uh, if he's going to let us go, we must quickly get out of there. Um, and that's what we did, and um, because of that, there wasn't sufficient time for the bread to rise, because mm-hmm. you have to take cut costs when you're going on a voyage, you know? So there wasn't enough time for the bread to rise, and that is why we eat, even today, unleavened bread, which is which is the matzah, and you'll see the matzah boxes in many of the stores around South Africa and internationally, mm. and that's what we eat for the eighth day, the eighth day of Pesach, um, and we we don't eat any products that have got um, leavened, um, you know, that have got exposed to sour or have got um, leavened um, in any way, um, and, and that's... You know, that's the,
0: the basis for the Passover and it last ages. Yeah. And I mean, not only is it a symbol or a celebration of, of spiritual freedom, I suppose, it also signifies physical rebel, uh, liberation, as it were, from slavery uh, for millions of people across the, the world, especially Jews. Do you think it gets yeah. the, the, the recognition um, that it deserves? Or do you think sometimes it gets overshadowed uh, by the Christian celebrations this time of year?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well I think I think that that's the reality when we live in a country that is predominantly Christian. But certainly in Israel, Passover is wherever you go into the stores you'll see the decorations, you'll see the table, um Operation. You'll see the different foods. The television will be uh, broadcasting different um, aspects of the religious and the culinary and all of those different things. Um, the children will be uh, preparing activities that they'll be doing. Um, it's, uh, you know, I think it's just nature of the fact that we live in a, in a country um, where, where it's not the predominant religion. Um, but it certainly is, you know, in the, in the Jewish areas in South Africa, you will see the stores in the area areas adorned with all the different Pesach products because of course we don't we don't eat regular products we eat very special foods on Pesach um, and you'll see those foods um, and, and there's a lot of excitement in our areas over this time. I, I think you're very right to say that that there's a there, there's a lot of lessons that we learn from Passover that, are, that extend beyond our our community. Um, and earlier this week, we had what we called a freedom data and we looked at Pesach from a or Passover from a, a broader perspective. From a, a, a political perspective, and we extended that, and we looked, at, we, we we correlated that with the 25 years of democracy in our country, and the voyage that many people in this country have gone through through the transformation to democracy. And we had two amazing speakers, one being L.B. Sachs, Justice L.B. Sachs, and one being Mavuso Massimang. and both of us, both of them shared their own personal stories um, through the struggle towards the the amazing democratic country that we have today and talking about the constitutional values. And I think that it's it's, it's wonderful to see the parallels between all these stories
0: mm-hmm. well thank you very much for your input i know that we've caught you right in the middle of service and we're going to have to let you go
1: because no, no, time... no, you haven't you haven't you know our our um, festivals begin the night before ah. so we'll only be starting um we'll only be starting at sunset this evening um and we'll start with our prayer services and then all Jewish families will get together and congregate around a the table. They have many symbolic foods. Um, and that's and it's a very family oriented very educational orientated um, mm.
0: festival love it oh I thought we had to let you go very quickly because my understanding that was no, that you were busy so perhaps no, no, if you no,
1: just the preparation the preparation. yes <laughs> of course I can imagine um, so what, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: if we still there's have you for a, a minute or so let me quickly squeeze this question in then you know we, sure, we're living sure. in a world where you know there's a lot of cultural imperialism young people are growing up they're questioning uh their tradition and you know religion falls in that category as well and perhaps they don't really want to participate in some of the um the activities of old you know uh, that have been passed down from generation to generation is that something that you're witnessing as well as a community where you say you know we really need to reinvigorate um, our young people when it comes to uh, religious matters we really need to remind them of the significance thereof or were you able to pass down those traditions and you have very little problems with young people who are not a adopting uh, your ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we're having two very interesting swings in our community, some of of people who are are moving away, but we're certainly seeing a resurgence of religion. Um, And I think that that's a common trend internationally at the moment. Um, But what I love about Passover is that it's a very experiential Festival, And it's involved with families sitting around a table, reading. We have a special prayer book called the Haggagah um, and, and, and bringing those stories alive. And I think storytelling is such a fundamental aspect of religion. And, and, and it's such an intrinsic part of what Passover is about. We sit around the table every year. We remember the plagues remember the leaving Egypt and, walking through, and, and mm-hmm. walking through the sea and the sea splitting. These are all the stories that we told every single year, the story of the four, the four children, the simple one, the clever one, the, all the different types of people in society. And, and, you know, I would not, never ever undermine the foods that we eat. We, we eat horseradish, for example, maror, which is a, uh, it reminds us, it's a real reminder of how bitter how bitter slavery was! We eat eggs in salt water, mm. and the, that's to remember the tears that were shed and the slavery. And we eat we, we we eat haroset, which looks like cement. It's made of apples and nuts and wine, and that reminds us of the cement. So all of these things are reminders, but they're very visceral reminders. And, and and that's got such an impact. I remember yeah. from my childhood, all of these memories, and every year we eat exactly the same foods. And it's a reinforcement of those values. And I think today, more than ever, where we are still experiencing slavery, and I remember, yeah. I read a this morning, that there are still 40 million people in the world who are living, living under slavery, including mm. the human trafficking that is going on. And now more than ever, we have to keep remembering these values, keep yeah. remembering the oppression, and keep valuing the very precious freedom that we have, and specifically here in South Africa and we must cherish that and we must
0: pass for Yeah, yeah. Wendy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us. Very Thank insightful.
1: Thank you so much for, Appreciate help, for having it. me. Thank you. Thank you, you. all so the best Easter. and may
0: you thoroughly enjoy the religious festivities you're celebrating. Please. Thank you. Wendy Khan, of course, is uh, the uh, National Director of uh, African or South African, I should be saying, a Jewish Board of Deputies. Quite interesting that she speaks of the parallels between um, the, uh, you know, the oppression that the Jews suffered uh, back in biblical days uh, between uh, Egypt and as they made their way to uh, what was known as the Promised Land. Uh, Religion has been used to both liberate and oppress, right? Even in our uh, history as South Africa, we know that the apartheid regime had used, um, uh, you know, scripture to divide and conquer. And uh, apartheid comes from there, you know. And they would say things like, you know, uh, the Bible even says that Jews and Gentiles can't mix, etc., Etc. But the Bible, the very same religion, has also been used to liberate. You can think of your Chief Albert Lutuli's and uh, uh, the, the 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 work that he wrote in his book, "Let My People Go," uh, a popular popular saying that uh, Moses used when he approached Pharaoh to say, "Let my people go." And a lot of people would speak about how they found the uh, and the you know need for freedom through reading the scriptures. So yeah. Two sides of the same coin, as I always say. Uh, It can uh, liberate and it can oppress. But when we come back, we speak to someone who can boldly testify and say, for me, it brought liberation. Ndo, Tlagatla joins us. She is a musician. She's a gospel artist. She's a creative. She's a lot of things. And she fuses jazz and soul and gospel. And uh, she'll be blessing us with her music in just a moment.